What's up, guys? Welcome into the first edition of Kamish's Corner, our new podcast dedicated to the best fantasy football league, at least that I know of. This is the very first episode of what I'm hoping will be a successful addition to what we already have going on. So, you know, why do this? Uh, One, I'm a tech nerd. You guys know that. Uh, I clearly don't get enough editing and production in my life to this point. I've always wanted to try a podcast, and this way I know I'm going to have at least a few listeners because you guys have something you want to hear. Uh, I think this is probably a better way to add to what we already have going with our world-class group text. Hopefully this is easier. You guys can listen to this when you're at the gym or driving into work or what have you during the week. Um, You know, I had a blast last year doing those weekly write-ups, but it kind of became the committee of one with my power rankings and analysis. And I think we need to hear from more of you guys and less of me so we get some more opinions out there. Each week I'm going to try to have on a different voice from the league, or maybe sometimes not even from the league. Uh, We'll we'll see if we get weird as uh, the season goes on. We'll break down what happened the week before and look ahead at the upcoming matchups. You know, I'm hoping to tape these on Tuesday nights, be able to edit them and upload them on Wednesday. That way you guys can listen to them on Thursday, Friday, or Saturday before the Sunday slate of games. Uh, You know, I'm sure we're going to get better at this as it goes. This is the first one. Could be awful, could be good. We'll see. I'm going to give it my best. All right, so without further ado, let's welcome in our featured guest for week one. This is a man who's been a member of the league since the 2013-14 season, someone I credit to the advancement of the integrity of what we've got going on. A dedicated owner who's been on a roller coaster of a career. Let's take a look back. In his rookie campaign, he took his team Luck My Balls to a ninth-place 2-10 and record then jumped all the way to a second-place finish the following year with Ben there, raped that, before breaking through for that maiden championship victory in 2016 with his aptly named Amari Christmas, the Filthy Animals. He didn't stay long atop the mountain as he finished in dead last this past season and rocked some high heels like no man has before. Ladies and gentlemen, John Jarden, how are we doing today? Kamish, thank you for that uh, lovely intro. I appreciate that. <laughs> Um, I forgot about all those names I had, and how appropriate um, the Ben there rape that uh, name is today to be used, um, which I'm sure we'll talk about as we move forward. But I'm happy to be here. I'm ready to uh, ready to talk some some shop. Yeah, so we're definitely going to get to Antonio Brown. Nice setup there. Uh, we're going to get to our own teams eventually here too, but that'd be a little too self-serving to start with. So first. We're going to start with the beatdown that Jesse gave to Mike Rue. 161 points in week one in our new format. Earns the first $10 payout. So we're going to start there with Jesse. Are you ready at this point to say Jesse has the best team in the league, or is it too soon to call? He's got a good team. Uh, I mean, I, I'm going to go ahead and say it's too soon to call. Um, I think he has a lot of things going for him. Uh, obviously, Watson is... You know, as long as he stays healthy, a great fantasy uh, quarterback to have. Kelsey's just going to be a stud, especially with Hill going down. Um, and Amari Cooper, I mean, if Bass plays the same way he played, I mean, it was against the Giants, but um, sorry, Murph. But if Dak can do that, uh, <laughs> he's got a great team. Um, I mean, and Bell looking like he did um, 
you know, I, I mean, and Kelsey, stop, so. Kelsey had a kind of almost like an average week for what Kelsey is too, and he still put up this number. Yeah, it was, it was, it was insane. I mean, I, I Mike put up a, a solid week and still uh, got pounded, which uh, lost by forty for him. But that, yeah, I mean, it's insane. Uh, so congrats to, to Jesse. Um, I mean, we'll get we'll get to where I have him falling on my big board later, but it's I mean, if you look across the league, I think there's a lot of teams that are pretty evenly matched. Uh, how about you? What do you, what, what, what do you have, uh, Jesse? So, Jesse is going to be up pretty high on my list, and I'll get there in a second. But to start, when I look at his team, the big question mark, he's got two question marks. Austin Eckler, having 36 points, is that going to be a week-to-week thing, assuming there's no Melvin Gordon? I'm not convinced. I love Eckler. I'm not I Eckler. I have the same question mark, you know, as I looked at his roster. Um, yeah. We don't know what I'm we're not, getting from him. so I'm not convinced on Eckler. And Kenyon Drake in a flex spot is questionable. That being said, I do really like his team. I think his team is really solid top to bottom, especially considering Kelsey's probably going to play better. But I'm going to go ahead and agree with you. I'm not ready to say he has the best team in the league. I think it's too soon to call. I think it's a little a little early. I think Kyle maybe jumped a little out of the gate with that statement saying he thinks he's better than Christian last year. Sounds like you're going to agree that Kyle was a little too bold ludicrous. there. Absolutely yeah. ludicrous. Preposterous. Yeah. Yeah. No way that he's better than Christian last year. I get that. So if you look, no. Yeah. If you look at Jesse's team, what's the what's the biggest the biggest weakness to you? What do you what do you see as as a whole here that that maybe this isn't the best team? I mean, so I look at his running backs, like we've talked about Ackler. We don't know what we're getting from him. If Melvin comes back, that guy's insignificant. Le'Veon Bell is playing for the Jets, um, which they suck. So they're going to be in a lot of games where they're probably going to have to pass the ball, um, which obviously he's a threat there, but has been moved to a half PPR, um, less of a threat than when he was with the Steelers. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, uh, so I'm, I'm looking at his running backs as I'm not sure. And then Edelman, obviously if Brown can't play, like that makes him a little more um, marketable and more willing to play. But, um, I mean, Cooper's a pretty good pick. I mean, Kelsey, I think he's just going to – he had a bad week, honestly. And um, Kelsey's going to make up for some of the deficiencies that he might have at receiver. Especially um, with Hill going probably, down too. Especially with Hill yeah, going down. Exactly. Kelsey's only gonna get more touches. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I I'd have to agree with you there. Now, to move on, the big two matchups of this past week, they just so happen to be ours. This isn't gonna be the case every time we bring on someone where we just talk about our own teams for a while. But right. I wanna start with your loss to Kyle. Give me one word, one word to describe this loss. Anomaly. It was an anomaly, Tim. Why? Um, so let me just look at my running backs. I mean, if anyone watched that game, that America's Game of the Week, uh, they called it, um, Zeke and Barkley are the two most explosive and like talented players in the league right now that are consistently mm-hmm. going to get the most touches. Um, he got – I'm going to go and say he got lucky with it being a blowout. 
um, in the sense that neither really played a lot in the fourth quarter. I mean, hopefully, Saquon, he, they were, what was it, like third in, you know, goal, essentially. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and the backup they don't, gets to they go. They don't touch him. <laughs> they don't let him a touch once is insane. Like, if he doesn't give the Barkley bark the ball when he's on the goal line every single time, I mean, they should, you know, take him out and give him the big pussy treatment that, uh, that Tony <laughs> Soprano gave him. Like, that, that, that is terrible. And then as I go well, down, I mean, the Jets putting up 18 points, that's craziness. Um, yeah, I mean, that's my not, biggest, you can't depend on that. No, you can't depend on that. I, I think my, um, you look at my receivers. I went, I went pretty ram heavy, thought, um, they'd come out of the gate screaming. Um, and it looked like it was going to be a good day. Cop got like four catches in that first drive. Um, probably should. I mean, if you look at my receivers on the, on the bench, left yeah, a lot of Fitz and but Jeffrey I mean, both. I, I still think, uh, those Rams receivers, whether I, you know, you should go with one or two of them. And then I look at Kyle's, uh, team. I mean, I don't know if Jacobs is going to do that all the time. Montgomery, we don't know what we're getting from him. Uh, so, yeah, I think Anomaly is is where I fell on that one. I'm not too so, worried. In fact, I'm not worried at all about the whole thing. Um, I like my team still, but can't win them all. Here's where I want to go back to. You guys had so much riding on Monday night. Your matchup's really close. And he has yeah. Drew Brees get off to just, just a bad start in the first half yeah. of that game. Just really bad, you know, and you've still got – Lindsay still to go, um, you know, Saints and Will Lutz in action as well. How are you feeling about halftime during this Saints game? I mean, you had to have been feeling okay at that point, right? I was feeling good, um, but I also knew that Drew Brees is Drew Brees. We've seen this before. Like, he's going to figure it out. He's going to get his yards. Um, I was surprised by Lindsay not getting the number of touches that I kind of, you know, was reading that he would get plus – he, um, he has good numbers in the past against those guys, so that was a little disappointing on me on my end. Um, but what are you going to do about that? Um, but as far as Drew Brees goes, um, yeah, I expect that that was going to happen in the second half. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. So when you look at, I'm going to give Kyle a little credit where credit's due here. He's a two-time champion of the league, probably one of the more yeah. consistent members that we've seen as far as making the playoffs. Uh, do you think that he should be a little worried this year as his team currently stands as making the playoffs and being in kind of that top six? So I had him um, – I kind of have him as a little bit of a bubble team. Um, I don't think it's a you know, super, super strong team that he's coming to the table with. Knowing Kyle, he'll make some moves. He's after. Um, and then obviously with Brown going down, that kind of boosters his chances of grabbing one of those six spots. So – I'm a batting mm-hmm. man. I'd probably say he's going to swing in, uh, but I, I don't see him getting one of those buys that he might be accustomed to getting. Mm-hmm. I, I, I tend to agree with you. I have Kyle around the bubble right now. Definitely some question marks. The big one for me, actually, it's not even his fault. Uh, I think Montgomery and Michelle are both crazy talented running backs, but Chicago so has here's this weird commitment. Yeah, go ahead. Is He's, he's Talented and, and the Pats have talented running backs, but it's like a bipolar backfield. Like you, like he, he as an experienced fantasy guy should know 
that it's you're you're playing with fire if you're going to play a uh, Patriots running back. You don't know who's going to get the touch right. in a given week. Yeah, Burkhead so, looked the best out of all the backs in the first week. Yeah, no, I mean, so it's when I saw Sony in the, uh, in the lineup, I, I was like, okay, that's probably going to work out because, you know, they're so hit or miss. Um, so I wasn't too – he doesn't scare me with Sony Michelle. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's my take on, on that part. And then Montgomery, to me, is the other question mark because Montgomery is clearly the most talented back in Chicago, but since he's a rookie, they're so committed to this three-man rotation. Even watching that game on Thursday night, Montgomery was running the best. He's picking up four or five yards a pop, but then they take him out every other series and they keep insisting on keeping him fresh. So I don't think that bodes well from at least like the first half of the season while they stick to this rotation. No, I agree. I I think um, we're going to see that from a lot of teams. And I would fade teams like that, and, and and all of us, for the most part, have have a guy that we're going to truly depend on that has to split carries. Um, so if you catch him on the week that he's the one that breaks the end zone, then you know you have a good chance of pulling out with the W. But I agree. I mean, you're not you don't know what you're going to get with him. It's been one game. I guess well, time will tell. Well, that's a perfect transition. I'd like to move on to my matchup against Redmond at this point as one of the other uh, matchups of the week to watch. Um, I just edged him out by less than six points. Um, and, you know, you mentioned guys who are going to have to split carries. My three running backs, not splitting carries, just absolutely great performances down the line for McCaffrey, Cook, and Marlon Mack. Elsewhere, really disappointing performances for several guys on my team and some bad decisions about who's in the lineup. But, you know, running backs really carried me here. If I had to give one word to describe my win against Redmond, it's relieved. And here's why. Uh, first off, couldn't get better timing with the Antonio Brown saga. Just everything that went down for that to just happen week one when I got Redmond in the matchup, not have to worry about him being in the lineup. Um, obviously plenty more to get into what's next for Brown, but that worked out well for me week one. Uh, Kamara goes off per usual, but doesn't score a touchdown which if he scored a touchdown, I lose this game. More importantly, when they miss the point after attempt at the, the very end of the game and that running the kick, running into the kicker call comes, if that doesn't happen, this game could go to overtime and then Kamara's definitely getting the points he needs. So I like my team top to bottom, but I got to say, I felt a little relieved walking out of here with a win because this definitely could have been a loss for me. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I got to be honest with you. I mean, when you get 12 points from Aaron Rodgers, uh, you know, usually you kind of, de- if you have him or, you know, Mahomes, you're going to depend on him a little bit more. So I would have been a little nervous heading in, but yeah, you're running backs, which just had stud weeks. Um, and then you're, you, you know, you freaking have your dinosaur of a kicker didn't help you out by missing, some, you know, three, <laughs> three kicks. He's got a few uh, rings though. <laughs> He's yeah. Got the rings that I drafted. That's fair. <laughs> But, um, I mean, Mike Evans, I mean, he was, I mean, he was oh, sick, so I wouldn't have the buck. had it so oh. much on him. But, yeah, I mean, you got Jameis, which, dude, the, the boxers are just so, I mean, you have, you have two guys getting thrown to two by Buccaneers. Jameis. Yeah, that's that's That's, scary, that's a bad sure. situation to be in. Yeah, not ideal. Um, but, you know, he's, he. He's shown in the past that he can put up some big numbers. Um, I don't think we're going to see games like that from Evans consistently. 
So I would be okay with you, and there's no way Aaron Rodgers – I mean, Aaron Rodgers is back into your system, so um, I would think that you're going to see his numbers increase as time moves on. Um, I mean, he definitely got lucky with um, with John, I think. You know, Fournette didn't have a great game. Robert Woods didn't put one in the end zone. Um, not really sure what John was thinking with um, the Philadelphia defense. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I'm not going to throw stones in this glass house. I had the Browns defense with negative three points yeah, against yeah. Tennessee, so I I'm not going to throw stones Yeah, with another defense <laughs> on your bench with negative seven. Yeah. Hey, the, the Jags are the Jags are a long-term investment. We're, we, okay. we're saving them for the they're second half of wine. the season. Yeah, yeah they're, they're fine wine. wine. They're going to age gonna well. Let that we're not, yeah, we're not playing them against the Chiefs or anyone like that. We're waiting until they get later on in the second half of the year, get some easy matchups. The next thing with with John is just, I mean, we got to talk about Antonio Brown. So, dude, if, what is going on? <laughs> so if he's, I mean, obviously with these allegations, this is way different than anything we thought before. If he's, if he's not, if he doesn't play, say say this gets serious, this and he doesn't really adapt to the system or isn't able to play because of these legal allegations. What do you see with John's team with no Antonio Brown? Like, what does this mean for John? I mean, he's got two running backs in Kamara and Carson that are going to have great years. Um, if I'm John, I'm looking to, you know, shop one of those maybe and, and try and get back something in return. Um, but, I mean, if, he, if Antonio Brown's out, because I'm looking at his bench and, and he's got Kareem Hunt sitting there, but by the time he's ready to go, um, might be too too late, so might be looking to move him to and, a playoff team midway through the and year. And Golden Tate's not back till week five, is that right? Like yeah, I mean he, yeah. He, he's um he's a, he's he's in a tough spot. I mean, I if I'm John, I'm definitely. I mean, and I'm, he's been doing a great job with staying in shape and doing uh you know doing the, you know half marathons and marathons and stuff. So I'd continue <laughs> to be running for that because. He's definitely a candidate to be <laughs> doing the 5K in you know, right. in a costume this year. What happens if now, let's say Antonio does play. Let's say that these allegations don't amount to anything and, uh, you know, he kind of eases his way in. Maybe this week doesn't do much with the Pats, but let's say, like, you know, next week, week three, week four, really starts to fit into the system. What does John's team look like then if Antonio's Antonio? So I, I kind of kid. I think the I, I think the Philadelphia defense will, will sharpen up. Um, his tight ends, it, you know, Hunter Henry leaves a little to to be desired for sure. But if Brown's in this lineup, I, I I have him right there in the middle of the pack. Which we talked about Kyle being a bubble team. I think Kyle right now should be the happiest guy that Brown went out because I think that basically puts him secure in the spot in in the playoffs. Um, barring any injuries from any other, you know, players or teams, of course. But um, you know, with with, with Brown, he, I, you know, I, I I got him in you know the, the four or five, you know, five ish area. Without Brown, he's at the bottom of the list, unfortunately, mm-hmm. Johnny. Mhm. Mhm. So with that, I wanna I wanna dive into our our power rankings at this point. Yeah. How do you wanna do uh, this? You wanna go like you give your one and then I will talk yeah. my one and just yeah. Go, I like that. Let's do that. Yeah. Let's go every right. other. So I'll, I'll I'll start us off um, as is tradition here. Um, 
I want to start this off by my preseason rankings were horrible. I was so, so off um, on a lot of these. And I'm up to, we're going to update these as we go. And with each week, it gets a little, little closer. Um, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to pop Jesse to the top of the list for now. Preseason, I had Jesse ranked dead last. So that shows <laughs> how much I like know. That, too. <laughs> that shows up. That shows exactly how much I know. Or, or maybe it shows that I'm just too victim to, you know, what have you done for me lately? Uh, you know, I like to kind of do, uh, I'm trying to do a, a merging here of what I see going forward and what I've already seen from one week. Um, but I mean, the way Jesse's team performed in the first week is just top to bottom strong. I think Watson is just, if he's healthy, he's such a stud. There's no one else in New York, so Bell is strong. Um, I do have question marks, like I said, about Eckler and Drake. Um, so by no means do I think Jesse seems like unbeatable, but I love Bell. I love Cooper. I love Edelman. I really love Kelsey to do better, especially now that Hill's out. AJ Green's going to come back halfway through the year, which helps him. You know, maybe he can improve flex there, and he's just hoping that Eckler continues to do what Eckler does, and maybe we're just wrong on that. Yeah, I got Jesse at one, too. I mean, when you put up 161, he's got to earn that right to, uh, to take that one seed in the first week. Um, and it's for all the reasons that you just said. It is funny. I remember um, being at Chris's drafting, and just all of us consensus was like, "What? What is this guy doing? Like, yeah, he's he's he's, he's running he's circles together. Us, apparently, yeah, seriously. <laughs> down, he was laughing. But yeah, I got him at number one. Um, yeah. What do you got two? Uh, all right. Cue the uh, the boo birds here. I got myself. I did not rank myself preseason, obviously. Uh, and this is cocky, but you know what? I'm just going to go for it. I love my running backs. I think that as far as depth is concerned, my team is, is really deep. I think, obviously, Dalvin Cook's health is always a question mark, but when everyone's healthy as they are right now, McCaffrey's a stud. I think McCaffrey might end up being the best player this year if I get lucky. I mean, you never know. Kamara's a stud, too. You never know, but... I really love McCaffrey, Cook, and Mack. I think all three of those guys are going to get so many touches. Um, Rodgers, obviously, I think is going to improve. Um, Deshaun Jackson really surprised me uh, last week. I think that could pay off. Galladay's going to get plenty of looks. Honestly, when I look at my team, I got one big weakness, and it is the Buccaneers. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> Jameis Winston is throwing to two of my players, which it, which sucks. I do think Mike Evans is talented enough that he's going to overcome that, but I think I might be in the worst tight end situation in the entire league. But if I get to pick a weakness, I'm kind of okay being tight end. Uh, but maybe maybe I have myself a little too high. I'm biased here. What, what do you got it to? So, um, I got it. it's funny. I, I think the two teams – or two of the teams I thought may have been the worst right after the draft, I got them up at the, at the top right now. Um, I put Murph at number two. Uh, Murph, I I like Murph's team if they stay healthy. I think his receivers are solid with Julio Jones and Juju. I think Juju, both of those guys had down weeks that are going to get better. Um, I'm a big, I'm buying, I'm buying Lamar as a fantasy quarterback. I am. Yeah. Um, Ingram is going to get all the touches, so he's going to double dip every week with Lamar and uh, and Ingram. Um, and I mean, I think. He's got a pretty good receiver in Delaney Walker. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not much else going on down there in Tennessee. I mean, they got a uh, other than Henry. But, 
Yeah, I, I, I was impressed with how Murray performed. Just looking at it, if he stays healthy with those guys, I mean, he's definitely going to need some help at running back with Ingram. Um, I don't think Fre- – I had Freeman last year. He sucked. He was hurt. He was just never good. So I don't know if this has consistency. Um, and then, I mean, he had 42 points on the bench with Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins. Who's going to get more yeah. looks this week now that hell is gone. Um yeah, I I I like Murph's team. I think he's gonna do okay. Um, but I like them. Um, yeah, no. So I actually had you at three. I had you coming in three for the all of it. But keep going three. then. Tell me, tell me why I'm three. So I think Rogers. You have what? Well, like, he's only gonna get better, as I said earlier. Um, your running back. The only other team that I can see um, competing with your running back is my own. Um, and I like your receivers better than I like my receivers right now. Uh, like I said, you have a dinosaur kicking. Uh, <laughs> that could be replaced. We can do goals. That. Yeah, and um, <laughs> I think the main reason I put you at three with Murph at two is you rostered two defenses that both scored negative points. So um, <laughs> I, I can't like feasibly put someone at the number two spot with that. Um, on their place. So for that reason, I got you at the number three. Uh, I would say that's fair. Um, I will not be rostering the Browns defense going forward, but I will be, uh, I will be hanging on to that Jaguars defense. Uh, Mason, they're, they're not going anywhere. Don't worry. They're, they're sticking around. Uh, my number three, I actually have Mike Rue. Uh, so Mike has a great week here uh, and probably would get, you wouldn't even notice because Jesse went off, but Mike actually put up the third most uh, points this week. Uh, he's kind of got just like, he's got just like such a, such a vanilla team, but it just like, it just works. I don't know. He, he doesn't have anyone that, he doesn't have anyone that like I look at immediately and I'm like, oh my God. Like, what? He has yeah, consistency. Everyone, everyone I got Mike contribute. Drew at, I got Mike Drew at three. Or, uh, no, you said me at three. Four? You have four. You have my four. Me, I, I have Mike Drew at four. Yeah, I got Mike Drew at four for all those same reasons. It's just, it's I mean, just, just it doesn't seem he, like it has a weakness. It's just, you know, like, it's not you know, a sexy team. It's at not all. sexy, but it's, but it's like just built for a good run. That being said, Mike has like, you know, just absolutely terrible, uh, just absolutely terrible luck sometimes with these things running into guessing as well. That's why on points like, or things he, that might happen, but he has consistency and it's all about is he going to get the right guy on the right week starting? And my number four, yeah. I have, uh, I actually have Murph here. So you've already dug into him a little bit. I had him preseason ranked seven. Clearly I was wrong with that. Um, you know, when I look at him, I, I kind of point the same thing you pointed out. Devonta Freeman, to me, got to see how he pans out. You know, it's been a little little disappointing since he came onto the fantasy scene with, you know, was so strong. But Right, he came out so strong. Yeah. And he's been a dud since, you know, injuries and just, uh, I, I mean, it's he's been a disappointment. But, yeah. I think, uh, you know, he's a little reliant on Baltimore. If they have a bad game, obviously, he's mm-hmm. in trouble. But I think the question is what you said before. If you believe in Lamar, then uh, then you're in, a good, you're in a good spot. Yeah. What do you got, F5? I got, well, okay. So I was going to put Redmond here. But with no, no uh, unclear about the Antonio thing, what I'm going to go ahead and do is I'm going to take Redmond out. And I'm going to do a nine-team ranking here because 
If Redmond had Antonio Brown, I, I was going to put him here, but it's just – I just don't know. So I'm going to take Redmond out. I'm going to put you at five. I preseason had you ranked number two. Uh, you're a little Ram-dependent right now for me, but, you know, like you said earlier, if those guys, like, you assume one of the two is going to have a big game, obviously your running backs are just – they're just – they're studs. That's terrifying to look up against and see – Zeke and Saquad's right there. I think your team is built really strong. You have a lot of options um, as far as your receivers to go with. It's just going to be kind of like picking the right receivers each week, I guess. So I have myself a five as well. Uh, and, yeah, I I had the first half or three quarters, I had so much fun watching that Giants-Dallas game, just like licking my chops. Not necessarily because of how that particular game is going, just seeing – those two guys on the field again and just realizing that, like, they're both on my team. Um, also, <laughs> that, like, Kyle was, you know, somewhere in New York just, like, having a heart attack. Literally, the every single snap of that game is really fun. Um, what good news about that is week nine, I believe those guys match up again, and I believe I'm going up against Redmond. So uh, Kyle will be able to use the next few weeks to – help John and psychologically prepare him <laughs> for that matchup um, as they are roommates. Uh, but, I, I mean, you're right. I, I'm a little Ram-dependent, and I think if you look at how the team has um, played in the last couple of years under Sean with a healthy Cooper Cup, you're going to expect <laughs> one of those guys to have a fairly big game, um, if not both. And then, you, like I said, I got – you know, Jeffrey, Calvin on the bench. Larry Fitzgerald is apparently Larry Fitz. um, like the favorite. Big fourth quarter uh, there. Big fourth quarter yeah, there. Yeah, huge. Favorite receiver down in uh, Arizona. Um, I mean, that guy refuses to, to age, which is awesome. Um, I like my team. And I, and I and Matt Ryan throwing two picks, you know, in the red zone or two turnovers in the red zone is um, I think that won't happen all the time. Especially I against a tough Minnesota defense. I, I I have myself at five, and if I'm being honest with you, I I, I that's I, I see myself climbing this list. Yeah, I I had you preseason ranked too. I'm a big believer in your team. Uh, yeah, now, I actually had I, John at at the sixth spot prior to this, but I'll do the same thing um, as you, and we'll, we'll take we'll put him on hold on you know whether we you know the Brown on Antonio Brown. Team. <laughs> yeah, so I had him. I had him at six, so that that would be, um, you know, the last uh, playoff spot. But with him getting bumped out, um, who do you have? So jumping down, play? basically, yeah. So jumping down from there. Next, I had uh, Kyle. Now this yes. is this is like the classic commissioner's uh, conundrum here. Kyle just beat you, and I have you ranked ahead of Kyle. So I'm the same way. I got Kyle in the same spot. I thought about this, but like I said, anomaly. I don't think that happens that often. If I look at the roster, I think my roster beats his nine times out of ten. Ezekiel Elliott was with the team for, what, like 72 hours. Um, No, I I, 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 I totally agree with you. I think that's kind of where he falls. He gets gets 18 points from the Jets' defense. Sony Michelle, I mean, I'm a huge fan, and I love Michelle, but it's just, it's tough to depend on which running back's going to have the big week. 
Uh, Montgomery is a great running back, but he's in this weird three-man committee, and you're not really sure when that's going to change. I think there's some promise here, but he definitely is not, like, I'm not slamming Kyle at the top of my list right now. I I think even though he beat you, I think you play that matchup, like, you know, a couple more times, I think you win a handful of them. No, I I do too. And, I mean, Ertz, us going to a half PPR kind of hurts him a little bit. Um, And... We, I don't, I don't, I'm not like a huge buyer in what's going on in Cleveland. Um, yeah. Beckham's obviously gonna, as a great talent, will get his points, but I feel much more confident with like Hopkins having the shot mm-hmm. going to him. But right now, I, I got him right on that bubble with me right at six. Yeah. So from there, after Kyle, I have our defending champion, Nick Picard. Uh, so Nick, had a bad week from the Packers. I mean, I had Rodgers on my end, so I, I watched the whole game. I know I saw how it went. You know, Packers up late. Jones doesn't really get the ball much. Devontae Adams just had a bad week as well. Um, I think there's those guys, you know, figure their stuff out. Um, you know, I don't really love, for the same reason I just said for Kyle, I don't really love uh, Tariq Cohen really in the starting lineup right now. And his team isn't really super deep, which is why I have him down here a bit. Uh, DJ Moore could be okay. I'm not, I'm not really sold on him. Obviously Mahomes is, is going to be great. Uh, it feels a little reliant right now on like a big George Kittle week each week to get a win. You know, like if Kittle doesn't have a big week, uh, I don't know that I feel as confident in like a Tariq Cohen and DJ Moore to pick up the slack a bit. So that's why I have Nick, um, a little further down this list, but, I do think those Packers kind of will turn things around and that he's not, he doesn't belong at the very, very bottom for me, at least to this point. So I have, um, I have who Nick defeated in uh, the championship at this spot with Christian. You've Christian, really? Um, I do, yeah. I mean, I think Cam's going to figure it out. Um, I don't think he's going to have that bad of a game all the time. Uh, I love his two running backs, David Johnson and Henry. Those guys are going to get bulk of the carries. Um, and Johnson's obviously a threat receiving. Um, Hill going down sucks, and I will say that. That sucks, um, big time. Yeah, that. but you got to like what you saw out of Gallup in, on that game. Half the like, so he's not deep. Like, I'm looking at his roster, he's not deep. He's not he, deep. He, he, he's not he's deep. one more injury away from, you know, just being completely irrelevant. Um, so you slide Gallup into that spot where Hill was. Jared Cook's going to have better games. Um, and, of course, he's got uh, Greg the Leg, which is almost unfair. Oh, don't uh, base this on a Rams <laughs> kicker. It's because he's got no, I'm not. I'm be honest. I'm be- this is because he has the Rams defense and the Rams kicker. No, 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 no. It has nothing to do with that. It has, it has something to do with it. To do with it. A little no, bit. I actually, a little bit to do with it. I think, like I said, um, What's nice about where he is, I guess, Christian, you can take this as a positive, is you don't really have any decision-making when it comes to coming up with your roster. You know, <laughs> there's no one you can kind of tinker with. Like, you slide Gallup in there, and that, that's your squad, unless you uh, you play the waiver wire or uh, can, can muster up some sort of trade. But, um, I mean, and if Melvin comes back, I mean, it's a whole new ball game. Now uh, he's got that's the whole – that's, that's everything. That's everything. Yeah. I gotta be no. honest. I feel like you're. I feel like you're kind of polishing a turd a little bit here. Uh, I, I, you know, Christian had such a good year last year, but 
without Tyreek Hill in this lineup and no Melvin Gordon, I just don't feel great about it. Like, I mean, David I Johnson, the Arizona situation, <laughs> I don't, yeah, it's true. But David Johnson, Arizona, he's a great, he's a great back, but that team's going to be losing a lot. I don't know that I'm sold on Kyler Murray's NFL quarterback yet. I think David Johnson's a, a great player, but I don't know that every week I'm going to look at him and be like, okay, he's definitely getting like 23 points uh, this week or whatever it might be. I think if Brown plays, I think Josh Gordon is losing some value there. Um, right. I disagree and, with you. I don't know that I'm sold that like Jared Cook is necessarily going to always have better weeks. I kind of think Jared, I think Jared Cook is kind of like what, you know, just what he is. I think he's like just going to be an average five or six points. I think his whole team is on, if Gordon doesn't come back, I actually have Christian as, uh, yeah, if, if Gordon doesn't come play. back, I'll, yeah, no, I, 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 I think that, I think, it, I think that's totally fair. I think he could be finishing last. Um, those guys come back. New ball game, as we said. No, I um, yeah, I had, still I gets have, the win. Uh, still gets the win, but uh, I don't feel great going forward about the team. I'm not gonna take away the win, but just I have him, I have him at the bottom. That's where he's yeah. got to be. No, and I, I so think I I'm looking at the bottom three, and and with John, I guess it would be four. We're looking at the bottom three, and sort of you can argue whichever ever way you want, in my opinion. Um, after Christian, I went Mason. Yeah, I have Mason at I have Mason at nine. So looking at Mason, like Baker, you don't know. I I, I just don't know with Baker at all. I mean, his receiver his receivers are solid. You you, you have oh, to love so his good. receivers. So, oh, I like, love so Hopkins. good. Love yeah, Hopkins, Thomas, but the running backs are just straight up question marks. Uh, you know, I mean. Uh, Looking at, yeah, I just there's not a lot to write home other than those two guys at the receiving core. Yeah, I mean, your take. When I yeah, when I look at Mason, you know, Mixon gets banged up. Baker's a bad day. Um, not a lot of depth at receiver. I mean, Tyler Boyd seemed like he was going to have a huge day, and then this like Ross guy comes out of nowhere and gets all his gets all his touchdowns. I'm like, who, I don't even know who this guy is. Uh, you know, uh, I'm looking at I'm looking at Mason's team, and I just, you know, it's not to write it off. There's definitely some some belief in the receivers, but he's just basically reliant on. He needs just Hopkins and Thomas to have huge weeks every week. Like if those guys are studs, but if Which one of them ever of doing. Has, yeah, but he needs them both every single week. He can't afford for yeah. one of them. Yep. He can't. You can't. You can't afford to like. Okay, Hopkins has his thirty, but Thomas only got me like. 10 today. Thomas didn't go up. Like, he needs two, like, over 20-point games from both of these guys, uh, you know, probably closer to 30. Um, you know, like you said, Baker not sold. we got to see what happens with Nixon. I think Damian Williams benefits from uh, no hill again there uh, in Kansas City. Uh, maybe Tyler Boyd pans out. I will like would like to note this might be some bulletin board material for Mason's team. I'm actually playing in this week, so... Oh, that's, that's, uh, that's, it's funny you say that. Literally took the words out of your mouth. I said, I'm putting Nick at the bottom. Some more material because I got Nick coming. <laughs> yeah, we went ahead and just put our matchups at the bottom so that you guys can take it to your team and and go ahead and uh, get them fired up for why you're going to beat us. Seriously, fuck. Um, I know. But I, I I put Nick at the bottom for sort of the same reasons that you said that I think he's very Kittle dependent and 
we haven't really seen a great Jimmy Garoppolo um, at all. So as an NFL quarterback, so we don't know how that's going to work. I mean, he's they're definitely their best option there, but whether he can get him the ball, that's another thing. Obviously, Mahomes is you know Mahomes, and then with Todd Gurley, um, we've seen that. Sean McVay is going to try and save him definitely for the at least the second half of the year. So we don't know what type of touches or how many he's going to get. I mean, when he does get the touches, he's going to obviously produce. I mean, in limited touches, he, he nearly broke 100 yards. Um, but, yeah, the same thing. He's pretty uh, Packer-reliant with a new uh, system in place. You don't know what's going to happen with those guys. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It just there's just like a lot of question marks with him. And that's the mm-hmm. only reason I put him down there. But like I said, I could have slid him up to where Christian was. I think those the bottom three I didn't really know They're kinda cool. interchangeable. Right. Yeah, I yeah. put Christian at the bottom just because the Melvin Gordon stuff, but I mean Yeah. Yeah. I guess we'll like, I kinda wait it is early. As it's the early. Rosters stand, as the rosters stand, I think obviously with Melvin Gordon, Christian has the most to gain. But what would be interesting is um, we look at Mason's team. If we take a peek at Mason, Big Dick Nick and the boys, um, question mark with Baker Mayfield. Um, maybe he tries to grab Tom Brady, who's just going to be sitting on uh, Nick's bench for uh, the yeah. time being. You know? Yeah, and, and maybe making a move. I don't move. know how he would offer that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. So seems like we got our. Um, we're mostly in step here with our with our rankings. A little bit, a little bit uh, shifting. Here I think there, our tiers mostly are about agree. the same. Yeah, tiers yeah. are about the same. Uh, so I want to take a, a second now and, and look ahead to this week. Um, let's talk some intriguing matchups this week. Uh, I'm going to start us off here. My most intriguing matchup of the week is going to go ahead and be Jesse. And Murph. Uh, Jesse projected to win this one by seven, uh, projected for another big week. Um, I just, you know, I have two of these guys. I, I mean, I might have stolen your pick as well because you have these guys as top two. I'm pretty sure I have them both as top four with Jesse as, uh, the number one guy in our league right now. But I just think that this could be a matchup where we see both teams, uh, really go off for a lot of points. And uh, this could be another week where, just like last week with Mike Rue, like Brendan could end up having a pretty good week and lose to Jesse. Um, just not sure. They both they both have really solid squads from top to bottom. Uh, and I could see this one being a shootout, to be honest. Kelty has a big week. Um, he's playing Oakland. Uh, you know, I'm looking down the, the lineup here. Uh, Baltimore for Brendan uh, has Arizona, which you like to think bodes well for them. Um, getting a lot of getting a lot of run, uh, rushes later when they're uh, up in that game. I don't know. I think this is the one for me. If I'm if I'm looking at one matchup, that that's mine. What do you got? So I I had a good matchup until about you know an hour and a half ago. Um, I thought that the matchup between Kyle and John was going to be an intriguing one for a couple reasons. Um, I mean, first off, obviously the proximity of the two opponents. Assuming John's not like in Mexico shutting down ranches <laughs> and taking taking jobs away from Mexicans, or that his or that his boss would allow him to 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 uh, take work off Sunday and, and watch the games, I think 
his team, both of those teams with Brown be a very interesting matchup. And like we said, we had them both right on the bubble. Yeah. Um, yep. So it's a, it's kind of a, a but it would have been nice to see who, uh, who shines in that spotlight. Let's assume Brown um, doesn't play. I give Kyle the edge in that match, obviously. So then we look across the league. Um, and I'm looking, I mean, they're all pretty good. And I, I, I guess I would have to agree with you that I think that it's, it's Jesse and, and Murph. I would expect Mike to take home, um, that game against, against Christian. Um, mine and Nick's is, even though I have Nick at the bottom, it's, it's kind of a toss up on how Green Bay is going to play. Um, and mm-hmm. I like to think that my guys are going to perform a little bit better, but, um, definitely with those two rosters, Jesse and Murph, um, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say that, that that's the game to, to keep an eye on this week. So congrats to Jesse also on, uh, you know, getting that first $10 payout uh, this week. I'll keep track of it, track of it as we go along. Um, I want to hear, who do you, who do you think is going to get the uh, 10 bucks this week for most points? Uh, when you, I'm going to double down. I'm going to double down on myself. Jesse, I'm going yeah. to bet on myself. Oh. Bet, on bet on yourself. Bet on my, I'm going to bet on myself and double down, as Dion Waiters would say. Um, I like that. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I think my running backs. I mean, Barkley and Buffalo. I like Elliot. I like. Um, I mean, if you watch that Monday game, you've got to like having those Rams receivers in there against New Orleans. <laughs> I um, do like that as well. <laughs> my issue is if those guys, as it stands, those guys have big games, kind of hurts my defense. Um, so something that I'm going to have to take a peek at, uh, but. Hooper, he led his team in uh, in after Julio, um, second in his team in receptions and targets. So I like him there. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I think my guys are poised. I mean, Barkley, no, excuse me, Elliott has uh, has another week under his belt. Uh, yeah, I like I like my team this week. I really. I'm do. gonna uh, I'm gonna read you I'm gonna read you what my bullet my bullet points were here. What I was gonna say. So. Yeah. I was about to actually pick you as well. I wrote, Saints secondary is really bad. You got Barkley against the Bills. They're terrible bad. Zeke against the Redskins. This just, this just feels like a big week for you. But. I hope so. I don't want to double down on you, especially after you just picked yourself. I don't like that. Yeah. So, <laughs> what I'm going to do instead is, I'm going to go Jesse takes it two weeks in a row. Starts a little trend here. I was gonna pick you, but I'm gonna just I'm gonna switch on a flyer now. I'm gonna go Jesse two in a row. Already projected for the most points. Um, you know, you gotta think Deshaun Watson's gonna have a big week. Uh everyone else top to bottom. Love Bell, uh going against the Browns, prime time Monday night. Uh like Kelsey to have a really big game this week as well. Uh I'm gonna go Jesse, starts a little trend, now we start talking, is he gonna do what Christian did last year, but actually finish it off? Uh that's my pick this week. Um, let's just get a quick uh, recap on uh, our take about Syracuse football. Yeah. Uh, so last week was pretty devastating. Watch the game um, at the Yeah, it's kind of like a double whammy. Like, we lose the game and we lose college game day. Like, it was yeah. a good kick to the dick. Brutal. Absolutely brutal. Yeah. We looked – I was – you know, the one thing that I've said for us to take a step forward in Cuse football is that, like, look – you might not just automatically jump to being like a contender for one of these great bowl games, but you can't 
can't get blown out. You can't get blown out. The great teams don't get blown out. When they lose, they're losing tight games. Like, they're, they're in contention. They're looking good. You can't lose by 40. You can't do I that. I wasn't shocked that we lost. I wasn't it's shocked we lost either. Did. Tommy did not look points? that good. No, he didn't. You know? And, and it really wasn't even that. It was just like, we're supposed to have one of the best defenses in the ACC, two of the top, you know, pass rushers. And right. we couldn't freaking stop anything. I mean, Maryland right. must be better than we give them credit for, but, uh, yeah, Maryland's looking ahead. Team. Yeah, looking ahead Maryland's for this next good. week, uh, against, going against Clemson, me, um, Johnny and Kyle will be sending to our alma mater to check that one out. Um, so it should be, should be interesting. I mean, I'm looking at it right now. We're 27 and a half point underdogs. So oh. I guess my prediction for the game is, you know, after, after what happened down in Tallahassee, John and Kyle <laughs> bet on Clemson. We probably lose around by like 25. And we cover. So John and Kyle lose their money. But Q's football also That's loses. probably what's going to happen, I'm thinking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll see. I mean, I don't know. Time will tell. We've played them well the last couple games. Uh, it'd be it'd be a really fun time if we could pull this one off. But after last I week, know. I don't know. I don't have high hopes. I don't feel I don't feel great. But I do feel great about that prediction. Uh, John and Kyle, if you've listened thus far into the podcast, uh Place your money elsewhere. Uh, think of a different bet. Go find what the U is doing this time around again. Uh, do not, do not place that bet. Well, Jordan, I got to say at this point, I think we've covered a lot of ground. Uh, that's going to do it for our first week of the podcast. Thanks for being on. A lot of great insight and uh, best of luck ahead for your squad. Thanks for having me. And I just, on, on behalf of the league. I just want to thank you for, uh, you know, what you've done in the past and, and ta- really taking it to a new level this year. Um, I'm very excited to, uh, to be able to listen to some of these on my way into work. Um, should be a lot of laughs and, uh, keep up the great work, Kamish. Hey, uh, that's what I'm here for. A real man of the people, as they say. Um, so guys, I'll be in touch and I'll let you know who, uh, next week's guest is going to be. Uh, best of luck to everyone except for Mason this week. Yeah, and best of luck to all your Pats fans with that whole Antonio Brown situation. <laughs> really rooting for you all. all right. That's the note we want to end on right there. <laughs> all right, bye, guys. When will I know that I really can go to the well once more time to decide on when it's killing me? When will I really see all that I need to look inside? Come to believe that I better not leave before I get my chance to ride. When it's killing me, what do I really need? All that I need to look inside.
for a friend of the channels that have broken down. Now you bring it up, I'm gonna ring it up just to hear you sing it out. Step from the road to the sea to the sky, and I do believe what we rely on. When I lay it on, come get to play it on all my life to sacrifice. Hey, oh, listen what I I'm new.